Hi, I'm Natalie Nowak from Broadway Radio's On My Way to a BFA, and you're listening to Theater Throwback. How did too much stress help Angela Lansbury's Broadway career? You'll find out in just a minute. In this episode, after our feature story, I'm going to explore some other exciting events that happened this week in theater history, including a fun fact about the creation of the Actors' Equity Association. Now let's move on to the main story. Originally titled My Best Girl, the musical MAME opened on Broadway on May 24, 1966 at the Winter Garden Theater. The book was written by Jerome Lawrence and Robert Edwin Lee, with music and lyrics by Jerry Herman. Let's go back to the original book that the musical was based on. The 1955 novel, entitled Auntie Mame and Irreverent Escapade, was written by Patrick Dennis. It told the story of a boy named Patrick, who, after the death of his father, lived with his aunt, and she became his legal guardian. The book explores their adventures together, and many people speculate that the book was inspired by Patrick Dennis's actual aunt, Marion Tanner. But despite their many similarities, Patrick has always denied that there was any connection at all. There was actually a different Broadway production based on this story that opened 10 years before the Broadway production that we know and love. This adaptation was also written by Jerome Lawrence and Robert E. Lee, and it ran from October of 1956 to June of 1958 at the Broadhurst Theatre. This production featured Rosalind Russell, Peggy Cass, and more. Russell and Cass were both nominated for Tony Awards in 1957, and Peggy Cass won Best Featured Actress in a Play. After that production, there was a film adaptation called Auntie Mame that was released in 1958, and Rosalind Russell reprised her role and starred in the film. The next Broadway production that is perhaps more well-known and certainly more talked about is the 1966 musical, which was based on the original book, the first non-musical Broadway production, and the film. This 1966 production starred Angela Lansbury and B. Arthur, and both actresses won Tony Awards. Now, if you remember back to the teaser at the beginning of this episode, I asked how stress helped Ms. Lansbury's career. Well, the stress actually has nothing to do with her. Jerry Herman originally wanted to cast Judy Garland, but her managers told him that the eight shows per week schedule would cause her too much stress. So they ended up casting Angela Lansbury instead, and this is when she gained stardom. So really, Judy Garland not being able to do this helped Angela's career immensely. Three years after the show opened, it transferred to the Broadway Theater and then closed on January 3rd, 1970, after a total of 1,508 performances between the two theaters. I also want to share something cool that I found out about one of the songs that was originally supposed to be on the cast album, and I want to point out that I am calling it a cast album and not a soundtrack for our Broadway radio friend Robbie Roselle. Hello Robbie, I hope that all is well. Anyways. There was a song called Love Is Only Love, which ended up being cut, but was eventually used in the Hello Dolly movie, which I think is pretty cool. Now, let's talk about some other events from this week in history. This will be a mix of show openings, birthdays, and any other fun facts that I found during my research. On May 21st in 2011, Stephen Sondheim's Follies was revived at the Kennedy Center. The cast featured Bernadette Peters, Jan Maxwell, Danny Burstein, Ron Raines, and Elaine Page. A few months following this run, the production transferred to Broadway. On May 22, 1907, Sir Laurence Olivier was born. He appeared in many acclaimed productions, including Romeo and Juliet, The Entertainer, Beckett, Private Lives, Caesar and Cleopatra, and Uncle Vanya. And in 1984, the Society of West End Theatre Awards was renamed the Laurence Olivier Awards in his honor. On May 23rd in the year 2000, David Auburn's play Proof opened at Manhattan Theatre Club. This play ended up transferring to Broadway at the Walter Kerr Theatre and winning the 2001 Pulitzer Prize for Drama, along with the Tony Award for Best Play. 
The cast featured Larry Brigman, Johanna Day, Ben Shankman, and Mary Louise Parker. Back in 1939, on May 25th, Sir Ian McKellen was born. He won a Tony Award in 1981 for his role as Salieri in Amadeus. He also appeared on Broadway in Ian McKellen, Acting Shakespeare, and the revivals of No Man's Land, Dance of Death, and Waiting for Godot. On May 26, 1913, 112 actors met in New York City at the Pabst Grand Circle Hotel and voted to form the Actors' Equity Association. Francis Wilson, who was a comedian, was the Actors' Equity Association's first ever president. Now, this wasn't long ago at all in theater history, but on May 27, 2016, the musical Anastasia, based on the 1997 film of the same name, premiered at Hartford Stage in Hartford, Connecticut. This musical, led by Christy Altamar and Derek Klena, transferred to Broadway in April of 2017 and is still running at the Broadhurst Theater, and I was lucky enough to see both the production in Hartford as well as the Broadway production, and I highly recommend it, especially if you have kids. It's just such a family-friendly show, and I really enjoyed it, so go see Anastasia. Well, that was a quick overview of some events from this week in theater history. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Theater Throwback. I'll be back again next Thursday with another episode. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other Broadway radio podcast called On My Way to a BFA, where I document my experiences as a musical theater major at the Hart School. Make sure to follow Broadway Radio on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and also follow me at Natalie underscore Nowak on Twitter and Instagram.